and welcome to Grandpa's Tales of Terror. Today's tale is entitled Sliver, Chapter 4. Now close your eyes and let your imagination carry you into a world of fear and horror. <laughs> Mary woke up a little later than her normal time. Her sleep had been very troubled due to the dream. She sat up, and that's when the pain from her finger hit her. She quickly looked at her finger and pulled the bandage off, which helped relieve some of the pain. The band-aid was preventing the end of the finger to swell two and one-half times the normal size. The husband was downstairs already making breakfast. Mary went downstairs and sat at the kitchen island. The husband noticed that Mary looked pale, so he asked if everything was okay. She showed him the finger. He could tell that the finger was swollen and red. He asked when this happened. Mary answered that it was yesterday, after a walk on one of the paths. She continued to tell him that she thinks it's a sliver and it just has to work itself out. The husband suggested to keep an eye on it. The next day, Mary's finger was not as big, but there was a huge pus-filled blister on the end. She showed it to the husband and he suggested they go to a clinic and see a doctor. They arrived at the clinic and after waiting a bit, Mary was seen by a doctor. The doctor examined the finger, asked routine questions, and suggested that the pus-filled blister get drained. Mary agreed because her finger was feeling very sore and painful. After donning gloves and sterilizing Mary's finger, the doctor held her finger steady to push the needle in, and just as the needle started piercing the skin, the blister exploded. An extremely discolored green and yellow pus spurted out of the blister, some of it hitting the doctor in the face and on his glasses. It's a good thing the doctor doesn't talk much. Mary said it felt much better. The doctor, after dressing the finger, prescribed antibiotics to make sure there won't be an infection. That night... Mary had the exact dream from the night before, but this time the fire was closer, a lot closer. In the dream, when she would look down, she could see the fire was surrounding her and she was getting hotter and hotter and she had trouble seeing because of the smoke. She woke up again and was sweating profusely. Not wanting to wake her husband, she decided to go into one of the other bedrooms. A little while later, Mary woke up her husband and told him that she couldn't move her middle finger at all. They went back to the clinic and saw the same doctor from yesterday. The doctor examined the finger again. The finger was cold to the touch and extremely rigid. He also noticed that the finger was light brownish in color. The doctor poked the end of the finger and asked Mary if she could feel that. She said, kind of. 
The doctor decided to send her for an x-ray and should have the results in a day or two. He advised her to continue with the antibiotics, and once he received the results, he would call her. The next day, when the doctor received the x-ray results, he called Mary and said he was sending her for a CT scan for her finger. When the doctor received the results of the CT scan, he called Mary again and told her to come in tomorrow as soon as possible. The doctor hung up the phone and continued to look at the scan results. The next day, Mary and her husband met with the doctor. Again, the doctor was asking certain questions and some out of the ordinary. Mary asked him flat out what were the results of the tests. The doctor stood up and started pacing. He was having trouble getting the words out. Mary was starting to get worried and angry. Finally, after a few silent moments, the doctor said that from the results of the X-ray and CT scan, that her finger looked and displayed as if it was a piece of wood. Mary looked at him, then her husband, and asked, how could it be a piece of wood? The doctor sat down and told her that he has never heard or experienced anything like this. The past night, the doctor said, was spending time reading medical journals to see if anyone had seen this before or what might be causing it. Mary started to panic. She stood up and began freaking out. She was starting to hyperventilate and was knocking objects over in the doctor's examination room. Her husband put his hands on Mary's shoulders and was trying to calm her down. It's going to be all right. Mary asked the doctor if anything could be done. The doctor told her that because this is the only case ever in the world and that there are no medical procedures for it, he thought the best option would be to treat it like gangrene and remove the finger to prevent possible spreading of the condition. Without hesitation, Mary agreed. Her husband asked her if she was absolutely sure. Looking straight into his eyes, she said yes. The doctor lifted his phone and started making preparations for the surgery. He told Mary and her husband to go home and wait for him to call. The sooner we can do this, the doctor said, the better chance of stopping it.